The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Whatever happened to nope. Predictum. Nope. Whatever nope to the nope and nope. Miss your old familiar friends. Waiting just around the bend. Step by step. It's what matters with your family. Family matters. Well, there must be some magic Jews behind these temple walls. We've talked about that, right? Now, now we do the dance of joy. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to our Fuller House special. Uh, fullest gonna, House. Fullest House. We're going to be recapping uh, every episode of the show as we enjoy it. Uh, and we're gonna smoke. We're gonna smoke a million cigarettes while we do it. Apparently, yeah. My name Justin is- ate a bunch of lit cigars. I'm your DJ Tanner, Justin McElroy. I'm your Stephanie Tanner, Travis McRoy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McRoy. I do want to say hey, that. Can you fucking like just get? Just okay, I'm gonna we're gonna. Bit. You know what? We're gonna do it again, and we're gonna pretend like Griffin listens to the show when we record it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm your DJ Tanner, Justin McRoy. I'm Stephanie's cleavage, Travis McRoy. No, I'm not gonna what? follow that because that's okay. fucking gross. I'm I'm your Stephanie Tanner, Travis McRoy, and I'm little little Richie. From uh-huh. fucking matters. Michelle, like Michelle. I don't want to do that because she's she's not of she's not apparently still a friend of the fam. She's in the e, she's in the extended universe now. Fuller House. Let's get some quick reactions. Travis, I what watched was the, the first ha- fifteen minutes of the first episode. So just to give some context of how much I'm able to speak on it, go. Okay, it's twenty seven minutes long, so uh-huh. you really just couldn't couldn't, couldn't do stick it in there. Uh-huh. Um, it's when Steve re-entered the world that I had to step away. Oh, no, that's he's the best part, so you're a fool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Uncle Jesse when he sang Forever. Uh, Griffin used Dig and just fucking disappeared from the room. I burrowed through our <laughs> nice new hardwood floors, and I disappeared from the room. There was a moment in which um, Stephanie picks up DJ's baby and makes a comment about her breasts that I had to pa- like I had to walk away from the computer on which I was walking and be like I don't know what this is but I'm very upset I don't I like what's going a, on. If I could just make a humble suggestion to you two, hang in there, because um, <laughs> later on, okay, in literally like the third episode, um, Stephanie is running the veterinary clinic that DJ runs, and she and gets herself sprayed by a skunk and her children dj's children get sprayed by skunks too there's a shot where dj walks in opens the door to a room where stephanie is taking a naked bath in 
tomato juice with DJ's baby, and her nephew is in another cistern full of tomato <laughs> juice because it gets the skunk smell out, and they're just two cisterns full of tomato juice. And there is no, no physical way yeah. that her six-year-old nephew did not see her naked. Now, it just couldn't happen. Here's what I love. What this it, it reminds me a lot of uh, Girl Meets World, which was the Boy Meets World spinoff many decades later. Or full Fuller Boys. <laughs> Fuller Boys. That's the original name of that show. Fuller, um, Fuller Boys. Or Family Fuller. Antimatters. Yeah. Um, which is where the negative versions of all of them, that's where the <laughs> Stefan Urkel came from. I'm Parallax Urkel. Yeah. Like that. It reminds me a lot of those spinoffs. I mean, like, I just really, you guys should hang in there. There's a scene later <laughs> in the season where DJ's son, Max, his dad died fighting fires. Uh-huh. And he lied to his classmates about his ability to get a fire truck to show up at a kid's birthday party. So uh, Danny Tanner decides to try to right this wrong. There is a scene in Fuller House where a, f- a fire chief doesn't let the uh, a fire truck attend the birthday party of a little boy whose dad died fighting fires because Danny Tanner didn't let the fire chief sing on local television <laughs> 28 years ago. <laughs> like, just hang Wait, in is there. That, is that canon, though? Is there an episode of Full House in which there's a fire chief who wants to sing on Wake Up in San Francisco, and Danny's like, fuck you, this will never come back to bite me in the ass. And then they were planting that seed. So that, that would be, okay, Travis, Fuller that would House. literally be, like, incredible if Fuller House is about them, like, reaping what they had sown. Like the count of, <laughs> count of in the all-too-tiny storytelling of the first eight seasons of Full House. That would like, be the everybody's most incredible back. show. I just, all I care about is Steve's whole fucking style of literally walking into a house being like, yo, I know your husband just got all burnt up. That's a bummer. <laughs> but whenever you're ready, I'm ready to hit that. By the way, let me get some uh, let me get some pudding. And I don't mean that sexually. I'm not talking about that widow pudding, unless that is what you call the snack packs that you got in the refrigerator. But I there will is, take both. There's a moment in which a gentleman describes Kim and Gibbler as being just amazing at sex. And it That's was her husband, Travis. Well, her estranged husband. I'm just saying that the picture of Kimmy Gibbler just dominating in the bedroom made makes me perfect laugh sense. Yeah, so I, it makes perfect hard. makes yes. perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, we got that locked in. Um, I get. I'm just saying. I get it. When I think about Kimmy Gibbler, I think raw, pure animal sexuality. Um, okay. I get, way, I'm just saying that I when, think Kimmy Gibbler is is sex. Is sex is like, like when I think act. sex? It's I'm just. I feel like, <sighs> like you guys don't a- get it. Aphroditic spiritual manifestation of sex. You know those like the like the the statue goddesses that represent like fertility and sex. Sure, That's right. Kimmy Gibbler to me. Yeah, and yeah. not in a not in a weird way. Yeah. Not in a weird way, but, but in a very mention. pure. You're saying if you if you ended up in the Gibbler shed, mm-hmm. you would not complain about what happens in there. Yeah. That's basically it. Thank you for summing that up she, so clearly. The, the, tan, the, the Gibbler shed is like, there's a hole in the back of it that she then crawls through and then walks 20 feet. And then, hey, Tannerinos. Hey, Gibble, t- Kimmy, what's that fucking smell? Don't worry about the smell. <laughs> hey, don't worry. Hey, it's impolite to ask about the Gibbler smell. 
<laughs> oh, gross! Um, don't put your don't put your feet up on the table. Oh, if you only fucking knew. <laughs> <laughs> Where these feet have been. If you only uh, fucking knew, I turned two men into basically house slippers. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't believe what goes on in the Gibbler shed. Gibble gobble. I gotta we got, go. We, we got cisterns full of tomato juice. In there. <laughs> Important update. When DJ walked in on her naked sister with her kids and cisterns of tomato juice, DJ's response was, oh, my Lanta. And she has said, oh, my Lanta. An average of eight times per episode. Nice. Her little son, Max, his hot catchphrase. And I'm going to start working this in our show. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because that's how this stuff becomes mimetic. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to work it in at some point. Excellent. And you tell me if you feel like we've come up against it, okay? Okay. Does that sound like a deal? Yeah. So everybody uh, is just like on the lookout. Unless you're now, should we identify it, or should it be like the listeners write in and the first um, person I to think identify if you guys, moment? I think... If you guys are just sing Quad City DJs, Womp, there it is. When you think that you've heard it, uh, then I think that'll be perfect. You got it. Hey, let's do some advice. Hell yeah. Is that can it? We, before we start, can we is talk that, about- Wait, is that the what catchphrase? What did you think of CRJ's, <laughs> CRJ's intro, Griff? I don't love it. I don't want to talk. I didn't want to talk about it on the show because I didn't want to like betray my girl. It's not her fault. Like Obviously, she, I don't think she arranged the fucking thing. But the just the verses are just a mess. It's like she she is the greatest pop performer in the world right now, and those choruses show like exactly what she's capable of bringing to the table. And then the verses are just her singing over like that fucking skanky blues riff yeah. from the uh, original. Yeah. Like, Squirting, ding, dink, hey, sing for me, squink, dink, donk, donk. Like, no, that's not her shit. Don't make her do not her shit. Just let her do the whole thing. Um, let her start in it. I wanted to talk about real quick the Max Fun Drive's coming up. We're all very, very excited for the Max Fun Drive. We're going to talk more about it. Um, it's a fun time of year. We have fun stuff planned. Um, we're we're doing for our bonus episode for donors. Can we talk about it? Because yeah. it's it's yeah. it's fellas, it's bananas. We're doing my brother, my brother, and me second chances, where we go back to questions from the first ten episodes of the show. And we try them again just to see if our advice game has gotten any better. At Spoiler least our alert. audio game has. <laughs> our audio game definitely has. Hey, g- hey, gang, I don't know if you've gone back and li- First of all, if you're a listener and not a creator of this show, don't go back and listen to those episodes because we used to be... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call us man ghouls. Um, but d- d- we used to do questions and we would spend literally a minute and 15 seconds on each one. Yeah. And we, we, would do, to, we would do like the 30... Yahoo's, the Yahoo questions used to be the least interesting question. It used to be like, this question comes from Yahoo. I had a bad date. And I was like, wait, that was what we chose for Yahoo answers back then? Yeah, but our, man, it's a, it, wow. Different show. Anyway, Max Fun Drive's coming up soon. We'll talk more about it later. Great. Are you feeling up to this, Justin? Because you, you do sound like you ate a, like a bottle. You and sound like Ursula stole your voice. Mm-hmm. And you're just like through sheer force of will. Just trying to get it back. You're kind of making the sounds, even though Ursula stole your voice, just by like slapping your face and moving your lips up and down. You sound like how Fuller House makes me feel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, does somebody else want to read? No, I mean I want you to do it. It's your fucking. It's your job. Yeah, I mean it it is my job. Um, Now, okay, but now you're just luxuriating in it. I'm luxuriating you in it. Actually, oh good. Me now and me editing me future edit Griffin. Who man, he is a big fan of Justin. Yeah, I do. You, really, do you like that? 
yeah, he likes all the sniffs <laughs> and the the secret the secret chewing that you do. Um, um, I want to make one last note about Fuller House. Okay, it, it made me laugh the hardest of anything. Todd Vanderwerf, who works for uh, Vox.com, uh, the same company as us, but he said Fuller House made me feel like I was an empty burlap sack shaped like a man, and I was full of bugs, and the bugs moved me around. <laughs> He made it feel like Oogie Boogie. (laughs) Basically, yes. Here we go, babies. Listen. (laughs) I recently met a lovely girl, and we hit it off. Now you do sound like Oogie Boogie. She seems to be attracted to me, and I definitely have a thing for her as well. But things get a little difficult sometimes, because she's 19, (laughs) and I am 24. How do I go about wooing a younger lady? As from an older man, the oldest superhero. Now, Griffin, when you go back and edit that, I want you to change the pitch of that up 50%. Please. No, I love it. I love it. Because first of all, there couldn't, there is no better question for him to like Absolutely. exercise that particular voice for. Also, for, just for me your to vo- put a little soul in your bowl. Yeah, well, soul is one way of putting it. I would put it like it sounds like your vocal cords are just two big hands just slapping together. And I can hear each like individual like slap of them. Tell it that. sounds like Tell the eruption of a volcano is asking this question. Tell yeah. that to all the confused young ladies and dudes out there who just got a little moist. <laughs> oh, no! How is yeah. a dude... If only your throat was a little moist. I, ne- I mean, I know I talk about how often I flood my basement, <laughs> but, like, physiologically, like, what is that? He peed his pants. All the confused young pants. gentleman whose Justin's voice made him pee his pants. Yeah. Um. T- I mean, fuck, we have to have talked about this at some point uh, throughout the show, but, like, the older you get, Age is not a thing. When there's a one as the first digit, that time gap is harder than it say if there was a two in the first digit. And well, a three. what it is, what, what it is, Griffin, is it's not a problem of age really. There's two other bigger factors, and that is one: if if she is still in college and you are out, you are existing in two different worlds. And two, it's also a question of amount of responsibility you've had to face, and like the amount of maturity you have to actively use on a day to day basis. Yeah, that's not to say that there aren't super mature nineteen year olds, uh, but it's like a muscle. I don't know if you guys are like being willfully obtuse here, but the problem is not. The gap, the problem is 19 because it's not 21. And 24 oh. is above 21. So, like, so where one do of you take them? What are you doing? Like, do you want to meet my friends? Where are they at? Well, let's see. It's a, a night, so they're at a bar right now. They're at a bar. Unless, so, unless. This is like super special, and you're like investing, and this is like, I can't do shit with you now. But I, you're awesome, and I love you, and I really care about you. So, like, in two years, we'll be able to hang out with everybody, and it's worth it. But, like, it that's such a big investment. A time, especially if this person is, like, studying and going to class and doing stuff, their time is not their own. Don't <sighs> screw up their future. Counter unless... This is is this unprecedented? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can un- unless and unless combo you have breaker. To re-less. Combo breaker, reless, reless. What if it's love? That's not, wait. That was mine though. Hold on. That was my unless. You oh. can't reless my unless when I literally. Well, said, you didn't what say it. Special. You weren't you weren't explicit enough, Travis. Um. So this is like a super less. Yeah. It's it's. 
I've underlessed you. Hey, I got a Yahoo, and this one here is from Zoe Kinski, climbing that ladder. Thank you, Zoe. Did you guys know that on the Mabim Bam Wiki, there is a fucking scoreboard of people who've gotten Yahoos on the show? I well, that helps determine... Is like, the Mabim Bam Wiki still like a going concern? Yeah, it's it's popping off. Nice. Um, I used it to get our second chances questions. Uh, anyway, thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user Karasu. Who asks, if I'm talking on the phone in my underwear, can people tell by my voice that I am in my underwear? I would say if it sounds like Justin sounds right now, yes. Yeah, 100%. Justin, you got that. You just got that underwear voice right now. What will it sound like if you're in your underwear? How will it sound different? I think it sounds, uh, okay. Does it sound relaxed or does it sound like someone who hopes you don't notice they're just in their underwear? I've had dreams where I've been in my underwear in public and I don't remember feeling super chill about it. Yeah. Can I? Can we try an experiment real quick? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Curve McRoy. Thank you to li- for listening to uh, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's a comedy advice podcast that I do with my two brothers, Justin and Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Griffin McElroy from My Brother, My Brother, and Me, a podcast I do with my brothers. Cause so I think it sounded basically like exactly the same to me. Was the first one in underwear and the second one was in clothes? Uh, they're both closed, so that's what you've just said Whoa. is a synonym. Oh, I thought that that was like one of those trick questions where it was like a taste test, but they're both Pepsi, and you hadn't actually changed anything at all except the tone of your voice. Did you just say one of those trick questions where they're both Pepsi? You know. <laughs> you know when they do like, the trick yeah, taste, they do test. A taste test. They're like, jokes on you. Which one do you like better? Uh, the one on the right? Uh, it was Pepsi. But they tasted very... No, 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 you got it. You won, you won, you won. In the commercial. Shut the commercial. Stop filming. In the commercial. <laughs> you know. Because we did, we wouldn't, we couldn't stomach giving you any brand. Eh. We just want to give you delicious Pepsi. Wouldn't We're that be a great taste test if it was just like, which Pepsi tastes better? <laughs> well, that one's very old. and it's, it's, We poured it five hours ago, and it's very warm. That's a barrel-aged Pepsi. That's midday sun-aged Pepsi. Do you guys ever think about just your physical state of being when you're talking on the phone with somebody? Because I I actually do feel very self-conscious right now. Um, My main thing is I don't get, I try not to get too physically comfortable because I don't want to be on the phone for a second longer than I have to. Mm, interesting. So I'm probably like pacing around like, oh, is this still happening? Am I still on the phone? It will they ha- that my body language is saying this like are they gonna hang up soon? Mm. Can I just hang up and pretend I lost service? If you get a phone call from somebody, then would you put pants on? Because I know like sort of your usual state doesn't involve the wearing of trousers. Um, I no, I don't. I would leave the room because it drives me fucking crazy to be on the phone with people, with other people in the room, or vice versa. There's something, can I say something? Because I used to, I just, I've been doing this for a couple minutes now, uh, and now it's, it is starting to get kind of exciting. Being what? in your underpants? Yeah. Talking like to your ex- two brothers? Yeah. It's exciting it's like, to talk to your brothers in your underwear? In your underpants? Well, no, 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 you don't understand. And that's not sexual. Clearly. It's I not, hope it's, I don't understand. It's not, it's not a sexual not, thing. It's and, not Gibbler. You're not Gibblering. No, 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 no. God, no. God, I would need, I don't have the harness. But I, I'm saying that, and by harness, I mean just full body. It's like a saran, it's like a sexual saran wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, like, 
Yeah, it's it's weird. What does this mean? <laughs> do you feel free, Griffin? Let me ask you this: Do you feel free? Do you feel good? Do you feel? Is it like the thrill is what's making you feel alive? No, it's like cha- it's, it's like challenging. Mm-hmm. Like how long will you do it? Yeah, I'm probably actually gonna go ahead and slap those shorts back on. Let's go ahead and get those shorts back on. Let's get those shorts back on, but let's understand that there's still shorts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's up with America's hangups? Holy chalupas. What? Wait, whoop, there it is. Yeah, Travis got it first. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? No. Hey, hear it one more time. Holy chalupas. What is that? Wait, what is chalupas replacing there? Dog Holy- shit. <laughs> I, you're on Netflix. What? They should have made it fucking hard R. NC-17 Fuller House. Would have been so, just to hear a little eight-year-old be like, holy shit, what the fuck, why are we in fucking vats of- What if they called the show Fucker House? <laughs> um, there's a scene where- Oh my god. Okay. No, please. There's, the best joke in Fuller House is that Stephanie Tanner became a DJ named DJ and called herself DJ Tanner. It's a really fucking good joke. I it's wish actually pretty it. solid. It's like a solid, it's like really funny. And there's a scene where she's playing Coachella because DJ Unbreakable broke his arm. And she gets a video call from her nephew, Max, who's nervous about playing a school concert. And to to help his nerves, she fucking flips the switch on her iPhone and live streams him playing Old MacDonald Had a Farm. To the Coachella uh, audience? On his trombone. And, wait, and that's supposed to make him feel less nervous? Well, the idea is like you just played Coachella, right? But like he's playing Old MacDonald had a farm on his trombone, and at, when he finishes, the reaction he gets is nothing. The audience, <laughs> the audience is fucking deadpan. Like, are you serious? Is this the new sound? Are we old now? Like, that's what being old is when you go to Coachella and everything sounds like eight-year-olds playing trombones. Like, oh, gosh, I guess I don't get the sound anymore. Yeah, Kendrick, um, uh, he's got a tight opener. He's uh, he's called Trombone Boy, <laughs> and he's sick as fuck. What's his set? Like, what's he do? Well, you know Chill Wave? Yeah, it's nothing like that. It's a horn with, like, a slidey bit on it. Can I read another question? Hey, Please can we just fucking it. cancel this episode and just release, like, the audio from a 28-minute episode of Fuller House? That'll be the second half. That's after the money's on. It's just going to be all Fuller House. Yeah, I, w- I would like to do something like that just to see, like, what happens. I, like, what is, what happens? How very- litigious are their lawyers? <laughs> like, what? No, but here's what I'm asking. What happens? <laughs> like, if we, if we make the second the half of an episode, not a second half, I, I would just want to pin it to the end of a full-length episode, right? Because I don't want people to get cheated. But, like... What happens? What happens? If we to- just put the, all the audio from a Fuller House episode, at the end of our episode, what happens? If we edit in fart sounds, is that fair use? Is that how fair use works? Yeah, because yeah, that would be a criticism. Okay. Yeah. I've um, just figured out fair use. I mean, how, how it's, it's, all about, um, it's all about economies of scale, right? Because, Justin, you, you said you've already, we've already stepped, put our foot into the ocean, by saying holy chalupas and oh my lanta and talking about Kimmy yeah. Gibbler's sex dungeon um, and G- Gibbler sex rap, which is now a product you can buy on Extreme Restraints. There's a whole Gibbler line of of 
you can get a Gibbler Gibbler sex wrap. You can get Gibbler can get, the Gibbler harness. You can get the Gibbler get, gobbler, which is a. You can get uh, nipple Gibblers. Mm-hmm. You, you can get um, a Gildo. <laughs> uh huh. That's actually, I think, a monster from Zelda. Anyway, um, that's one that eats your shield, right? Yeah. <laughs> And this thing, this product, will also eat your shield, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm. I don't. Yeah, please explain that to well, me. What would your shield relate to in a sexual manner? Like, the condom? Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a female condom that, that eats and negates both. It's a bad product. It's a bad product. You shouldn't use the, the gildo. <laughs> don't use the gildo. They're being recalled. Because uh, it also take your rupees away. I forgot what I was talking about. I'm going to read a question. Please. It's my birthday. Cool. Yeah, nice. Some people at the office put up a small banner and a couple of signs at my desk. I appreciate this. <laughs> what are the what are the signs? It is your birthday. <laughs> birthday you are here. Have it. What? I appreciate this and thank everyone for the well wishes. Problem is, I'm a pretty neat person. I feel like <laughs> I enjoyed the decorations enough and want to take them down. How long do I have to leave these up? Can I take them down at lunch or is it an all day affair? Tidy in Tulsa, that was a way shorter time frame than I thought you were going to say. Oh boy, howdy. I get it. This is an office. We're doing business here. I'm trying nice, to keep nice. my. Nice, nice. Thanks not, for these, and then you immediately start pulling them down. I'm trying to keep my fucking job, but I can't. I can't reach the hole puncher because you put a sign up over it that said, "Holy chalupa, it's your birthday." Holy uh-huh. chalupa, it's your birthday. I get it. I get it. I don't want that shit around. If it, I mean, I li- work at home, and no, I mean, you guys have forgotten the past few birthdays that I've had, which is fine. Like whatever. Um. So like, I, I, I would, I would absolutely tear that shit down. But when, Griffin? But when? Not if, when? Yeah, you can't do it as they're like, like show, like, and ta-da! Like, oh, great. Trash, 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 trash. <laughs> tear. Thank you. This is so thoughtful. Trash can, trash can, trash can. I'm going to, I'm no, 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 no. I'm not undecorating. I just want to save all of them. So I'm going to put them here what in you- my memory bin. Cut the middleman out. Just show him a trash can full of decorations. <laughs> Say, hey, we are going to put these up, and then we didn't. So we kind of saved you the work. Here's what you have you're to welcome. do. You have to wait till everyone leaves at the end of the day, like you're the last person there, and then you take them all down. And then when you come back in the morning, walk in and scream, who took down all my decorations? And get really upset about it so you can okay. prove to them how much you cared about it. All right, cool. But you realize this is an annual event. And so like, you realize people have birthdays every year. Well, so then the in, next year, when they're up, you have to loudly announce, I'm going to keep an eye on these so nobody <laughs> takes them down this time. And then when they come in, you've fallen asleep at your desk, still dressed in the clothes you wore from last time, and all the decorations are down, and you're like, oh, no, not again. Greg Pekaitis? Academy- <laughs> um, maybe you print out a bunch of signs and banners that say, thanks for the birthday stuff. And you put that, but it's like twice as much. And you put them all, all up over everybody's stuff. Like while they're Hell working, yeah. like while they're like doing a webcam meeting, you like paste a big sign over it that says, thanks for being so thoughtful. And you put like six of them up there with like rubber cement. And it's like, oh, I just, I just, just returning the favor. But maybe think about like how your actions have consequences. Also, we've you know, just raised our office supply expenses by 5% because of these fucking signs. But no, great, whatever. Office supplies, um, People give a lot of static to dot matrix printers, but um, w- one thing that you can say about them is that they did make it a lot easier 
to print out sick banners. They were just inherent <laughs> banner makers. They were just like way better at doing like sick fucking sick banners. Now yeah. what am I going to do now? Some... Staple it together? Tape it together like some kind of monster? Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, it's like no, but like those were like the banners. Are, and like it's all about whether or not you took the dots off or not. That's how much you like the person. Mm-hmm. It's like if you didn't care about it, if it was just Glenn's birthday, then you leave the dots on. But for Stephanie's birthday, yeah, I'll take them off. Why not? And you might throw some clip art on there. Maybe yeah. like throw a birthday cake on there. I'm. I have a better really idea. And what if, in addition to the happy birthday well wishes, you also printed on these banners and birthday signs, fucking practical, useful business information. And then all of a sudden, these aren't just like little pieces of useless, messy decoration. You got a fucking Excel spreadsheet on there showing you the dividends from today's profits. And then on Wait, another how one, how did you do that? You looked into the future. Well, yes. Do the dividends from yesterday's profits. This is my. This is you've gotten ahead of me, but this is my remake of early edition, uh-huh. and it's called it's called birthday business future man. <laughs> um, on on a, but on the on the banner, it could have like everybody's schedules for the day. You know what I mean? Practical, useful information. Then maybe you won't feel like this is a mess. Plus, this mess. It would be like a this this hey. is a good this is a useful mess. I got a pretty good scam. Why don't you? Uh... Why, why, when when you finally encounter these decorations, just start like sneezing and rubbing your eyes. I'm like, oh great, thanks guys, <laughs> and, and act like you're allergic to so what? Be, to what? To, to decorations? De- to decorations. And then when oh, you pull festivity. them down, it's like, <laughs> yeah. And you make such like a big deal about it that like when you finally do tear them down, they're relieved. Like, oh fuck, thank you. <laughs> But in order to continue selling it, like if they put up like fucking Christmas decorations, when you walk into the office, you just have to be like, hey guys, how's it I wanna have to take the leak. Just start fucking convulsing, like tree out of here. Ferris Bueller's day off too. Maybe it's just birthday decorations you're allergic to. Okay. Specific. It is a little specific. Here's let me be even more specific, Travis. Let's go to the money zone. mentioned me undies earlier what is that do i have to do it my throat hurts oh well, i'll griffin, do it okay griffin what is why is me undies let me tell you what me undies is please they are you know clouds uh-huh in the sky yeah and how they look all puffy and comfortable and you just think like god i wish i was a giant man who could like clothe myself in those definitely or a giant woman yep you know, you got, you got me so far. Now, imagine a giant woman. Uh huh. A giant person. Can we just say giant person? Well, no. I'm a giant woman that is wearing clouds. Uh huh. And then, but then she reaches down and picks me up and swallows me. Is she Kimmy Gibbler? I've got to go. <laughs> okay. I want to well, talk. About, I'm going to tell you about me. No, I'm going to tell you about me undies because here's what's up. They are soft as clouds mm-hmm. and twice as good looking, um, but they don't produce as much moisture. Eh? Yeah. See, I had a I had a point to all this. They are whether you're wearing whether you're wearing a suit or sweats, you spend 24 hours a day in your underwear. Sometimes you wear them only when you're podcasting. Maybe you're maybe you still are, despite the fact that you told your brothers you were going to put pants back on. Maybe you sewed them to your chair, so you just have to slip into them every time you sit down to work. That's great. Maybe they're part of the chair. Uh, me undies is the most comfortable way to wear underwear. They're made of a sustainably sourced modal, which is a fabric. <laughs> Am I saying it right? 
They even pronounce a fucking pronunciation key here, but I'm having trouble. Motol. Uh, they're they're made of a sustainably sourced Modoc, the killer <laughs> and living being, uh, uh, a fabric that is twice as soft as cotton. Nothing can describe the fit and feel of MeUndies, but MeUndies is dedicated to providing the world's most comfortable underwear. I love them. I have like almost a dozen pairs now. I wear them all the time. They're soft as hell. They feel super good. Um, you can uh, get free shipping in the U.S. and Canada and save up to $8 a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. Imagine the excitement. Go in your mailbox, you open it up, and you got fucking sexy, comfortable underwear. And then you put them on, you feel like a strong, confident man or woman. Or you feel like a strong, confident person. I love it. Uh, you can get a subscription or a single pair, and you get 20% off your first order if you go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. That's all one word, my brother for 20% off your first order. MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. Go to it. Go get them. Gird your genitals with the best. With cloud fabric. I also want to tell you about Nature Box. Then we've talked about Nature Box before, but maybe you haven't tried it. If so, have we talked I'm about sorry, Nature? Have we actually dummy. talked about Nature Box before? I think we might be the first podcast to ever mention Nature Box. Because I know we've talked about Crunchums to Go, which was the other platform. Crunchums to Go is that old shit, Griffin. Okay. Well, tell Deal me with about the, it's 2016. Tell me about this hip new competitor. Well, Nature Box is new on the scene, but basically how it works is. You get a box of snacks, and you get to choose from over 100 tasty options, like sriracha roasted cashews and French toast granola. Or you can fill out your snack f- profile and then get, like, surprise things based on your preferences. I now, just this, got this some... actually this sounds like Yum Yum Fun Pouches. No, is it this... Yum Yum Fun Pouches is full of MSG and arsenic. And MGS. And MGS. It's full of Metal Gear Solid discs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all broken up. I hate it. But Nature Box, there it's full of good stuff that you'll like. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, like I, I don't want to oversell it, but it's full of good stuff that you'll like. Like what? Tell me what kind of snacks I can get. Well, I just got some mini Belgian waffles. I got some guacamole bites. I what got are some those? Gu- guacamole bites. They were like corn chip, but like guacamole flavored and amazing. Fuck yeah. Threw some in a tomato soup. It was Ooh. incredible. Mm. Yeah. That's what's great about them is because they're not full of all of that bad stuff that's bad for you. You can eat them and still feel good about yourself. They're guaranteed a good no option. Guaranteed no broken up PlayStation discs in Correct. these pouches. That's a There's that's the no... Nature Box guarantee. And they're constantly coming up with new recipes and new snacks to try, so you're never gonna get bored. There. So go to naturebox.com right now. Like why why are you even waiting, you dumbo? Go right now and unbox a world of taste and possibility. Salt and pepper lentil loops. Yeah. Incredible. They're the best. They're my favorite. Like if you uh, if you if you like good things. I really like their holy chalupas. Mm-hmm. And it's just a full fucking chalupa that they send it to you in a bag. But you eat and it, it. it cures you of all your sins. <laughs> no, it is it's yeah. literally been sanctified and they just send it to you in a big old plastic grocery bag. It's a, a papal big, chalupa. Just a big garbage bag full of chalupas. <laughs> just loose loose <laughs> chalupa. A big garbage bag. No, well, a loose chalupa. These are all yesterday's chalupas that didn't sell. That's actually the other subscription service yesterday's chalupas, which we <laughs> we don't do that one anymore for obvious reasons. Because they stop, they stop paying us. We we also have a message for Sean from Jess. Happy belated birthday, my dearest fella! I wanted to do something unique this year as a thank you for being such a loving and supportive boyfriend. So I thought getting the brothers, especially your fave one, oh Griff, okay, to wish you a good one. 
<laughs> eat my butt. Hey, Travis. Hey, Justin. Eat my butt. Crotch chop, crotch. I'm doing the crotch chop. I know you couldn't hear it. Well, let me well, try it. Tell, hey, hey, stop. Wait, shut up. Wait, stop. Tell me if you can hear me doing a crotch chop. <laughs> no. Could you tell what that was? No. I think it sounded like a crotch chop to me. Fuck Here's yeah, the many more together. Love you so much. Ooh, yeah. Sorry you had to listen to me do it. Instead Fuck of that feels your Fuck that golden feels child Griffin. Good, yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna slam a beer. Yeah. <laughs> this next message is very confusing. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is this, this is our dad, right? No, I think this is a different person. It's from, it's for Poppy and CJ McElroy. And it's from Cliff and Caitlin McElroy. Hold the fucking phone. I know. Is this an AR? Is this an ARG? What the fuck? It's an ARG. We're being activated. It says, happy second birthday, you cool former babies. Your second year has been an adventure just like your first. And still, everyone who meets you falls in love. You learned to walk and talk, conquered your third continent, and moved around the world. Not too shabby for just one year. Here's to another great year, kiddos. We love you. What? Is this four babies, or is this all, like, coded language? It's one of the two. Do they let their... Okay. One, are your babies listening? Two, do you know that's our last name? Where do you think you're going? <laughs> Three, is this your backdoor pitch for Baby's Year Out, the sequel to Baby's Day Out? Three, our dad is a grandfather, and one of his granddaughters calls him Poppy. So this is, like, even more confusing. Also, Poppy is not strikingly a child's name unless it's Poppy like the flower instead of Poppy like the nickname. I think that's what we're dealing with here. And Travis, just so I'm clear, um, child's names. So basically, <laughs> the idea with this is, <laughs> and this is my new idea, is that you have a child's name, and then maybe when you get it, it's all you get a different one. Well, have you Please ever been kick like, my child grandpa? He's two years old? Please kickstart my new deal. It's two names for everybody. Yeah, you do that where you're like, you're Benny and then you're Bernard when you're an adult, but then you're Benny again when you're an old man. No, that's close-minded, Travis. I'm saying like, I didn't pick this fucking name. Ooh, I didn't pick I this like fucking name. And I have to go through life with this fucking name? Like, obviously, you can change your name, whatever. I'm saying it should be mandatory. like custom. Well, not mandatory, but like customary. Like you know what I mean? 18th, at what age would you respond? Because it's not like 10. If it was 10, everybody wouldn't be named like Thunder. Oh, uh, let's do it at 20. Because 20 is like a nothing birthday. Nothing uh-huh, happens yeah. at 20. You're just like waiting for that sweet, sweet, you know, booze taste to come in a year. I think at 20, you get to pick your own name and then you have something to look forward to. But then Why again, actually, you're a, what, a junior in college at that point? That might not be the time to be making a permanent decision like that. Um, the, you, why don't, zero to two, it's just a number. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Well, two. can I can I actually zero two? What it, it should be a word describing your baby form. So something like precious. How about pre- like your baby form plus the day you were born? <laughs> so like sweet, like the day of the sweet week. Sweet pea, October third. Yeah. Okay. So you got that, and then at two, you get to pick a funny name because I think that would be really funny to let to you like like my daughter would be named like Happy Snowman from Frozen McElroy. Uh-huh. Like that would be her, or like probably Mommy McElroy. If I if I had to let her pick, that her. would get confusing though. That would be very confusing. Yes, um, you you say Mommy, and then Sydney comes in, and you're like, no, sorry, I meant the other Mommy, the other Mommy. Yeah, 
Um, no, I'm sorry. I was singing along with the song "Hey Mommy," and you. I can understand how this is confusing, but if we if we let her name herself now by the things she's obsessed with today, she would either name herself um, Pikachu videos or nice. things I bought at Sheets because that's where she's at right now. She's a big fan of things I bought at Sheets, huh? Yeah, it's a confusing time in her life. <laughs> She's down with that Pikachu, though. She knows she what's does. up. She does love videos of adults in Pikachu costumes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I thought it Wait, would be. Hold on. No, no that's not where the zeitgeist began. Sydney said she loves videos. She she keeps harping on the fact that she loves vi- videos of adults wearing Pikachu costumes in public. That is a- and I said, sweetheart, you keep highlighting the fact that they're adults in Pikachu costumes as if it wouldn't be in any way humane or even possible to put children into Pikachu costumes and not expect them to get like horrid, horrid heat stroke or just that is like a, black that, out instantly. That is a poor way to onboard somebody to this beloved franchise though, Justin. You're just going to confuse her because she's not learning the fucking essential. She's not learning that this thing evolves from Pichu and when you use the Thunderstone it turns into Raichu but hold up on that because Pikachu learns better moves. You know what I mean? Like you 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 start with the, I mean ideally you start with the games and then you move on to the anime because even the anime has some Let's just say loose interpretations of the game. And also some pretty adult themes. Also some adult themes. Her favorite video that Sydney showed her is the, like, climactic scene from Pokemon, the Pokemon movie. Where Pikachu, where where Ash dies? Spoilers! dies, and Pikachu brings her back to life. And Sydney's just showing her this, like, isn't this cute? I'm like, this is a fucking whole arc. There's a whole (laughs) film. She doesn't understand the implications. She cannot even appreciate the bond when those sad established the rest of the film. When those sad Pikachu's are just slapping the shit out of each other, <laughs> oh, and just crying. It Fuck. would be like if you showed the one scene in Godfather where Marlon Brando puts a, a orange slice in his mouth that has a heart attack to a child, <laughs> like this is Godfather. What you can't have any? It's just a sad old man with an orange in his mouth. She can't appreciate that. This is my daughter, dead old Marlon Brando Macaroni. <laughs> Um, it's just she's in, she picked it. I don't. I don't know. She's got another eighteen years before she can change it again. Hi, I'm Brian Safi, and I'm Erin Gibson, and we host the Throwing Shade podcast. On Throwing Shade, we look at an issue important to ladies and an issue important to gay people, and then we basically make fun of it. Yeah, and just to answer your question, no, we don't have a marriage pact that if we don't get married by the time we're thirty, we're going to do that. No, with each other. That's true. Okay. Although we have each been divorced three times. This guy who was sent in by Eric Rudkin. Thank you, Eric. It's by Yahoo Answers user Janet, who asks, I got kicked out of a CC's pizza for eating too much. Bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a, there's a question mark. I got kicked out of a CC's pizza for eating too much. I'm currently a 17-year-old male, and I'm 5'11 and 125 pounds. Holy shit. And my doctor recommended that I literally, quote unquote, go all out and eat a bunch of food <laughs> because my BMI... My BMI, just go fucking hog wild. Just fucking let loose. Just dive into Zilma's lasagna and get deep in the paint. You've been too restrained. Listen, I've been telling you this for years, j Dog. You've been holding back. Go to that CC's and fucking slam some za. Fire up that pain train. Um, uh, now take some of these zannies and get out there and go <laughs> fucking hog a wild. Do a f- couple of fucking whippets and go eat some za. Take these Percocets and go Go to crazy. the fucking Golden Corral and bring a fucking sleeping bag. 
<laughs> don't leave till they kick you out. I'm a 17 year old male, 5'11, 125 pounds. My doctor told me to go fucking hog wild and eat a bunch of food because my BMI is frighteningly low. I decided to go to the local CC's Pizza because they offer an all-you-can-eat buffet. I stayed for around 45 minutes, around 4.15 to 5 o'clock p.m., and ate 22 slices of pizza. Now, we're talking about CC slices, which are not gigantic. That's also not that, like, that's high. Don't get me wrong. Wait, hold on. What are you what? about to say? No, no, no. If, if the, Let if him the, go. Let if him the go. Premise of the, my point was going to be, if the premise of this is that CC's would kick him out for eating too much, I do not believe that 22 slices is the most someone has ever eaten at CC's. What, that's a fair point that Charles is making, but what if he only got one slice at a time? First off, very annoying. And secondly, as he ate everyone, he went, yummy, yummy, yummy. One. I'm very much like this pizza. Very good. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Like uh, with every slice. Yeah. Uh, Travis, I just want to congratulate you on being very cautious with your wording and not saying what your mind and your heart thought, which is, I don't think that's that much pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... But it's just, it's, okay, one, I'm not saying I could or would eat 22 slices of pizza. Or I'm should. an adult. But I'm, I'm okay. saying that when you when you propose, I'm about to say an astronomically high number that would get someone kicked out of CC's. I mean, granted, that's like two slices, or it's a slice every two minutes. We're going to have 45, yeah, that's, okay, yes, when you put it that way, Travis, for, for 22... No, no, no. That's a lot of fucking pizza. That sounds like fucking no face from Spirited Away just like shoveling like a whole carton of za into his fucking face and like barfing up gold to lure the CC's pizza employees nearby. Just so demanding they, I'm, he's not gonna stop me until he brings sin out to him. Yeah, fuck. Like that's a lot of za, my dude. That's I a mean, shit ton lot, of sweet pie. I'm, I guess I wasn't thinking of the time frame. Did they kick him out because they were worried about him? Like, listen, this isn't about the amount of pizza, J-Dog. You gotta go. Like, I don't know what doctor told you to do this, but... I think they kicked him out because he ate... This person ate Dave while they were, like, bussing a table. Ah. You ah, slimered Dave. Ah. Uh, As I was about to... I haven't even finished a fucking question. I was about to finish some pineapple ham pizza that they just set out. Okay. Again. (laughs) Hey, careful. God, he got a finger. Um, <laughs> that was just pineapple pizza. Uh, the manager ran up to me and inf- ran up to me. <laughs> you gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Uh, <laughs> that I had ex- for you. That I had exceeded the max amount that you can eat at the buffet. What the hell? It's literally called an all-you-can-eat buffet. I've heard of no such thing in my life. Maybe they shouldn't charge such a low price if they're gonna get pissed off. Has anyone experienced something similar, or should I make a complaint? Thanks. Fucking, let's kick things off with this uh, div- divisive answer from Anonymous who said, yes, you can get kicked out because you took advantage. You should only be allowed to eat for 30 minutes. Plus, if it was a busy day, they might feel you stayed too long and need the table. What? No, hold on. No no CZs has ever been like, hey, man, we need that four top back. We need that four top back. Listen, Tips. we got a big, we got a reservation for CZ's pizza. <laughs> The president might stop by. We need to keep that corner booth clear. That's false advertising. It's a pretty easy lawsuit. My client. <laughs> what what I intend to show by the end of the day is that he had not eaten all he could. Watch this motherfucker eat 23 slices of pizza. And then it's all of a sudden it's that scene from Matilda. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. This, this all stems back to the terrible doctor. 
Um, sue them. It happened to, I'm just going down these comments because this is fucking banana cake. Sue them? Sue them. It happened to this one guy I knew who loved going to all-you-can-eat buffets. One time he got kicked out for eating too much and sued them. He received over uh, 50000 American dollars because of it. Uh, as for you, I would contact the corporation online and report to them what happened. They'll most likely give you a discount coupon the next time you go. What's up, motherfuckers? You I'm need back. a discount coupon to go yeah. to the CZ? What's up, motherfuckers? I'm back, and this time I'm not paying my $6. <laughs> my, listen, I no, you should sue them. My friend... Fat Dead Greg once <laughs> sued them for his uh, uh, overeating there at CC's, and, and he got a great deal. Great deal out of it. You have a much better case against the doctor. I remember, I don't remember much from the episodes of Man vs. Food I've watched, because I find it distasteful. Um, but I do remember an episode where he's like, this episode, I'm going to try to eat a 10-pound pizza. And I'm going to be like, Adam, 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 Adam. No one's listen. making you do this, Adam. You don't, Adam, listen. Everybody said I couldn't do it. Nobody, Adam, they when you, were you like, shouldn't do that. When you were like, I'm going to eat 100 oysters. I was like, That's, that seems like a bad way to eat oysters, Adam. But you do you. I think you go for it. But Adam, understand, please. It's 10 pounds of material. You can't, you just can't do this. Alexa warns, don't overeat pizza. It will catch up to you. Oompa what? loompa doompa dee doo. <laughs> 20 slices will kill you. How is the response to Alexa's comment, not Janet going, that's not the fucking question, Janet? Or Alexa, whoever we're talking I about. I want to, I, I don't understand how this question asker had such a low BMI and then this doctor like awakened the animal within and all of a sudden they go from like zero to, to 22, 22, right? Like they're just like found something deep inside them, like found their calling or something. The CeCe's pizza in Barbersville at the mall closed. The CeCe's all you can eat pizza in the city so fat that Jamie Oliver came to make a TV show to beg them to stop eating so much. <laughs> There's a CeCe's Pizza there, and it closed down. His show, Please Salad. <laughs> please Salad. Exasperatingly. This is a town that plays host to an annual hot dog festival, beer festival, chili fest, rib fest, and probably some other one. There's the pumpkin. Pumpkin fest. Well, but that's not uh, just un unhinging our jaws and eating a pumpkin's whole. It's mostly no. just worshiping the pumpkin. Yeah. But there's a lot of pumpkin consumption that happens. Like, let's not get it twisted. We're celebrating the pumpkin harvest. Uh, so that the gods continue to be gracious. Th this is the town where CeCe's couldn't keep the doors open. It was, as you've almost certainly guessed, replaced by a Christian bookstore. <laughs> But the um, natural successor in the, the natural chain. successor to that. Yeah. It's when you turn your life away from your life of, of eating pizza all the time. How much do you guys think you could eat in 45 minutes? In terms of like pizzas? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Not just like sheer poundage. The secret is to know when to flip the switch to dessert pizzas. Mm -hmm. Because, and if that counts. Because. You could eat um, all the pizza in Pizza Hut, okay? Uh, all of it. And then if someone brought out a cinnamon pizza, you'd be like, mm, I don't know. Maybe. Let me see. Maybe. Let me check that out. My uh, Our local Pizza Hut, you know what they got on their buffet that I, I, I always used to really get a kick out of? Uh, pudding. 
<laughs> just a container of pudding. <laughs> you could just get like three slizzies and one scoopa. And they and I and I I think it's a really good way to keep it balanced, you know? Cuz if you have the scoopa there with the slizzies, well, if you have the slizzies and you send them down with a scoopa, that's going to keep everything moving real good down there. Justin, I would like to thank you. I don't I don't know why I started talking like a tertiary character from an Indiana Jones movie, but I'm just going to keep at it. I want to say a sincere thank you because honestly, God, never before this moment has it struck me how crazy it is that most salad bars that I grew up going to or like that I've been to in my life also just had a big fat of pudding. Okay, but yeah. I think Justin's cracked it. And that pudding is just like a sort of material sludge mm-hmm. that you put like in a silicon kind of yeah. it, you put yeah. it in your you put it in your body as if to tell your intestine like let's get this thing going it's just a scoopa hey uh if you've ever uh gotten a scoopa and thought it was pudding but also but really <laughs> it was salad dressing then, or butter then um retweet this <laughs> If the okay, if the dressing consistency even <laughs> vaguely resembles that of a scoopa, then it's the fucking restaurant's fault. I would say. Hey, hey, listen, are you retweeting or not? I'm a busy man. He makes an excellent point, Griffin. Choose. Uh, I'm faving it, which means. Uh, hey, listen, guys, listen. Oh, okay. About 20 minutes, I took some Dayquil, so like. Things are going to start getting a little loose from here on out. Oh, should we keep going? This is a man who can't hold his day quilt. I have another question for you. I want to bounce this Yahoo off because I think it'll be really good. I feel like, Travis, you're really going to enjoy it. Okay. Well, I'm sold. This Yahoo was sent in by Courtney Bergman. Thank you, Courtney. It's by Yahoo Answers user Lady Ellie who asks, The swing era is slowly dying away? (laughs) (laughs) What's the date on this question? Uh, well, let's not worry about it. <laughs> let's make believe that it was asked today <laughs> and not nine years ago. Oh, um, okay. Okay. You don't, a little less funny, I think. <laughs> a little more tragic. You don't hear many swing dances anymore. And when you do hear of one, only senior, senior citizens and a few younger people go. The only ones that really dance are the senior citizens, and the younger people don't really try. It is obvious that the swing era is dying away. But my real question is, is anybody in more recent generations going to miss the swing era? Does anyone appreciate Yaz music and the swing era enough to want to learn more about it and to try and keep it alive? Oh, my Jesus. Do you I remember... Mean, what? Do you guys remember that period where like Brian Setzer and like Trey Pop and Daddies and Squirrel Nut Zippers all died in a, a single plane crash? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking horrible. And it was the day the swinging swung, <laughs> the day the wallet chains died. Um, <laughs> the pants um, were just too big to keep going. Yeah. Fuck. So is this a show? Is this a podcast where we just talk about Cherry Pop and Daddies every couple weeks? Is yeah. that kind of our thing? This is our cherry poppin' check-in. If we I mean, don't tell the story, who does, Justin? I mean, holy tulipas, <laughs> guys. I guess we're talking about cherry poppin' daddies again. Who that lives- was the craziest fucking time yeah. in pop culture that I can remember in my entire life. Because it was lit- like you could you could like draw such a clear line around that like two years of time from like when swingers came out to when like. I think Brian Setzer played New Year's Rock and Eve, and everyone went, nah. Nah, it's not for me, I think. 
Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. But no. And that was the end. That was the end of like that two years where like you couldn't swing enough. All right. I remember Look, dancing to swing music at college parties. Yeah, like, absolutely. Cool college I parties. You um, I want to. I don't want to talk about the past because it's just gonna make me sad. I'm gonna talk about the future. I'm gonna talk about like a. You know how Pitch Perfect has kind of like breathed new life into the acapella scene, right? Mm-hmm. And now we got the fucking what are they called? Hip hip tr- hypnotronics. Yep. Got it. Um, and like all this shit. Pentagrams, and the pentagrams. The pentagrams. The pentagrams. It's uh, all acapella, acapella chants. It's beautiful. It's all. It's very monastic and Gregorian. I want to. I want. How can we bring swing back? Obviously, like swingers. I don't think swingers too could do it. I don't think. I don't think Favreau's got it in him anymore. Well, mm-hmm. you need. You need some kind of celebrity driven. Like, I want to. Oh, you know who swings? To clarify, I think Favreau is doing some great work. But yeah. I'm saying I don't think he's got the I don't think he can bring an entire fucking genre of music back to life. Like he Who did. can't? Who has the gravitas that it's not it's not just like kitschy and weird, it's also cool and kitschy and weird. Like if this person does it, it's now a thing again. Okay. Or how this can, group of people. I don't want Yeah. How can we bring it back though? Oh, how can we bring it back? Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Like, I, there's, I see a huge opportunity here because it, it's, it, it is, it's everything that you need for a pop culture zeitgeist, and it doesn't have to be very long. Like, however long we need to like get our millions and bounce and dip from it and let it die again, just like um, the Cherry Pop and Daddies did. They yeah, cashed they, in, they cashed as, out. As much shit as we give those that crew, they knew what they were doing. They got their money. Now they're Cherry Pop and Granddaddies, and they don't do it anymore. I think they're all pretty still young and vital. Anyway, um, how can we bring swing music back? Because can, can we do it with our podcast? Because that feels like maybe not gonna happen. Well, I would ra- not rather. I would rather not like cash in the cultural cachet that we've spent all these years building on like a last ditch attempt to bring swing music back. No, what we need to do time. is we need to look to the future and see what the next big dance create. Like maybe we bring Charleston back into vogue. <laughs> maybe we bring back the Twenty Three Skidoo. What's the next thing? You got to look forward to look back. That's true. I mean, I, isn't Drake already doing that? Is Drake doing the Charleston? Does He's doing do the Twenty Three Skidoo. He does a lot of old man dancing. He skidded it. He skidun it. He skidun did it. He skid Drake. What's the next? What's another big thing? Maybe the uh, whoa. What about the Foxtrot? It's got a cool name. You could have like a sexy CGI fox doing it with Paula Abdul. With Paula Abdul. Hey, you know I, she's needs to work. I was singing. A, you can have a CGI Paula Abdul. <laughs> I was singing a song. Singing with a real cat, but the re- but the cat is real. <laughs> oh shit! Um, I was singing that song to my wife this morning and trying to do both parts at once, and I realized that that is going to be my karaoke white whale. Like if we find out a fucking meteor is about to hit the earth tomorrow, tonight I'm going out and I'm going to sing both parts of uh, opposites attract. Who did the cat part in that? Why don't MC, I know MC that? Scat Cat, Travis, yes, because we were watching RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars, and they had to fucking uh, dra- uh, uh, lip sync for their life, and it credited MC Scat Cat. That cartoon got a fucking credit. What? Was there, okay, wait, hold on. Yeah. Was there a performer named MC Scat Cat that the cat was raised on? That, that somebody said, wait, who did it? MC Scat Cat. I have the best idea. Oh, or, or we are to believe that Paul Abdul somehow got cool worlded, which it ha- got it happens to so many people. It happens. You don't see enough. Co- There's so much awareness that needs to be brought to the cool worlding of America's youth. Right. And and so maybe she got cool worlded and it produced it in there. But no, that man was just a cartoon in there. 
There was there is no flash MC Scat Cat. There was a I mean there was a person who did the voice of MC Scat Cat, but who was But he doesn't get the fucking credit. Like how do you agree to that? It was Taylor Steele, Scat Cat. Well, okay, who is that? I mean, uh, the person who did the voice of Scat Cat. Or, do you or, want or, Taylor Steele to be or. the voice of Scat Cat and also achieve something else? No. In his life, like, I think he's done pretty good. <laughs> no, I just feel like shit. Like, I know who Paula Abdul is, and we credit her with that song. And here's another dude who's like 50% of the song. Yeah. Hi, my, like, my name is um, uh, Walt Disney. I did the whole Disney thing. And also, like, I'm great at fishing. Like, but why that's do you like, need, like Ub another... Iwerks. No, Taylor Steele is the Ub Iwerks uh, to to Apollo Abdul's Walt Disney. Okay, I just realized something though, and that is if you take the letters in the words Taylor Steele and rearrange them, it's just MC Scat Cat. I think that this is a. I think it's a pseudonym. Why don't you want to believe in my living cartoon world? <laughs> Well, actually, now that I've moved to Los Angeles, there's a big wall that runs through Hollywood, and on the other side, it's just cartoons. Yeah. We're not allowed over there. I would like to close this conversation by reading the personality section from the Wikipedia page on MC Skagat. <laughs> there's somebody wrote, somebody wrote a thesis on, like, his his behaviors? According to the press kit from Virgin Records Media Information... I want to read that. I don't. I want it straight from the source. I don't want this peer-reviewed bullshit. I'm giving you straight from the source because <laughs> there's quotes according to the press kit from Virgin Records Media Information. <laughs> and Griffin, please stop laughing because you're going to mess up the ringtone that someone is making. <laughs> according to the press kit from Virgin Records Media Information, Scat Cat is a street philosopher with an alicat. <laughs> <laughs> He enjoys rapping and dancing and has, quote, got an eye for the ladies. Oh, my and God in heaven. Quote, Please fucking just hold on, okay? Quote, remains on the smooth tip <laughs> with an old school rap influence, which adds the street to his new school hip hop. <laughs> okay, hold on. The, the the that's all that's all amazing. The words Scat Cat's a street philosopher. Oh fuck me! Yes. He yes. On the no, dip. he rem no Travis. He remains on the street. <laughs> yes. With an old school rap influence, which adds the street <laughs> to his new school. Fuck! Oh my that's, god! Oh my god! Fucking sounds they? like. It's, okay. It sounds like a binder from 1992 having a stroke. Okay, but listen. It's amazing. The words you've said are amazing, but we the more amazing thing is that this this record company's PR outfit said, listen to me, music journalists. If you're going to write about fucking MC Scat Cat, inform, inform yourself and be responsible with your reporting. Here's All I can picture is things. that in the press conference, there was someone standing behind the PR representative leaning in every time there was a question about MC Scat Cat being like, that's not something we can cover. Just read the fucking packet. How would you? Uh, hi. Hello. This is uh, Greg Donaldson from Rolling Stone. How would you characterize his like, I don't know, his street behavior? Well, if you'd read the fucking packet. You would know he's a street philosopher who remains well, on the I'm glad you asked, Greg. Listen, he remains on the smooth tip with an old school rap influence, which adds oh. the street to his new school hip hop. Was, was MC Scat Cat built 
to be a spinoff humanity? Was he the next level of like AI? The next evolution. Yeah, sure. Do you think, and no, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. I love my furry buddies. But do you think that there were people who that that was like, I, I think for a lot of folks, it was probably Lola from uh, Space Jam. But do you think that there was a slightly older crowd who saw MC Scat Cat was like, mm, yep, cool. Yes, please. He remains on the smooth tip. I like him because he's on the smooth tip and I like his whole aesthetic. I enjoy his street philosophy. Now that we have hologram technology, MC Scat Cat could perform live. Holy shit. He could, he could headline Coachella. He could perform live. MC Scat Cat feet trombone boy. What if the fucking last shot of the revival of Fuller House is they open a door on a closet and MC, MC Scat Cat just like, oh, 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 thank God. Gibbler put okay. me in there. And I okay, loved every fucking I second every of it. Second. I was Gibbler's sex prisoner and I loved it. Okay, I loved that. Close the door. Close the door. Put me back in Gibbler's sex cage. Put me back. You got to contain the stink. Put me back in. Holy chalupas. This has been a lot of fun. My name's Justin McElroy. This has been our <laughs> podcast, my brother, my brother, and me. Uh, listen, there's a Bunker Buddies live show coming up April 2nd. La. And that's bit.ly forward slash BB live show. It's Travis and his partner, Andy, talking about the uh, how you can survive the apocalypse. With I believe there's another podcast on there. Right, that's correct. Right? It's going to be us and Spilled Milk. Um, in Los Angeles on April 2nd, go to bit.ly forward slash BB live show for all the details. Um, we also want to let you know, as we mentioned at the top of the show, the 2016 Max Fun Drive is just around the corner. This isn't our first time. We've rodeoed before, my friends. But if you're new to Mac, uh, to uh, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and you're new to Max Fun, Max Fun is very, very special because it is donor supported, which means that we exist because you like the shows that we make. And once a year for two weeks, we have the Max Fun Drive, which is your chance to not only support the shows that you love, but also get some pretty awesome swag out of the deal. Um, there's going to be different levels of donation and different rewards for those levels. But most importantly, the best thing that you get out of it is there is so much donor only bonus content. And not only do you get the content that will be new this year, including special episodes of My Brother, My Brother, Me, The Adventure Zone, all the other shows, but you also get all the other bonus content from all the past years. Thanks again to MeUndies, who are dedicated to providing the world's most comfortable underwear. Go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother for free shipping and 20% off your first order. And thanks to NatureBox. We can order hundreds of great-tasting snacks. Go to NatureBox.com for your first box of hand-picked snacks. Sent direct to your doorstep. Uh, real quick, also, I just want to mention we are all doing a ton of podcasts. I'm not going to go into detail about all of them, but you can go to macroyshows.com uh, and you can find out what, what shows we're doing. You can find our Twitter stuff, our Facebook groups that you can join, contact info, all that stuff. It's at macroyshows.com. Uh, whether you're into medical history, whether you are into manners, whether you're into the Bachelor uh, franchise products, we, we, we just have... A million shows. They're all at McElroyShows.com or on uh, iTunes.com slash shows. They put up a little splash page for us, and you can find all of our shows there. Um, so so go check those out. You should also check out all the other amazing Max Fun shows. There's a ton that you're going to love. And we also want to say thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off of the album Putting the Days to Bed. It's an incredible album, and I love it very much. You sound disappointed at no, how incredible just, it is. No, it's just – I'm so – 
moved by it that just in that moment I got moved describing it. I saw um, a picture of him and Hodgman on, uh, they just got back from Joker Jonathan Cruise. Colton yeah. Cruise. And I'd really, hey, listen, I'm just putting this out in the universe, the secret. I'd really like to get on that cruise. I would like guys. to do that cruise, please. Let us yeah. get us on that cruise. I think it would be worth the, the, the getting that norovirus, which like I wouldn't even need an outbreak. I think me just getting on a boat, my body would just be like, you have norovirus now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new environment. <laughs> there would be a little, like, a little card. Left on your bed, like, hey, good news. Uh, the gym is open at 10 a.m. tomorrow, and also you have norovirus. It's my body's like natural, like, offense mechanism. <laughs> like, uh, I've, I've gone camping once in the past decade, and when I went, my body's like, where are we? Trees, grass, um, tents. Oh, okay. You have diarrhea now. <laughs> <laughs> Bippity boppity boop. You have diarrhea. I'm almost certain. Where are we uh, at? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, the Atlantic Ocean. Cool. Diarrhea. You now have it. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're done. Griffin, give us the last question. Yeah, this last one was also sent in by Zoe Kinski climbing that fucking ladder. Getting up the leaderboard rankings. It's by Yahoo Answers user. More than 32 characters who says, Is there one quote from John Malkovich which resonates with you? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Are you troubled by a lack of astute yet dick joke filled analysis of bad movies? Do you experience feelings of laughter and enjoyment when you hear three friends go off on stupid tangents? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, ghost, or totally rad party dude house cat who really only exists as a sound effect? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, then pick up your podcast listening device of choice and subscribe to The Professionals. The The Flophouse. Our award-winning and usually only a little drunk staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your bad movie podcast needs. The The Flophouse. We're We're ready to make you laugh in public so that other people look at you funny. Hit it! I'm pretty sure we don't have the rights to this song.